You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Breath, where a drive-time devotion should have jumpstart your day. Beautiful Tuesday, December 21st. Glad you take a time out of your busy day to get into the Word with us. That's what we do. Read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time talking to the Lord in the morning, you know, just doing a morning devotion, and then we come down here to the studio of the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We have a radio studio up here and here, and we read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. My co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. I can't believe it. It's the week of Christmas. It is. Ho, it's ho, awesome. Ho. I know. We got a lot of services in store. What's today? And the kids Tuesday? Are excited. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. So the kids are very excited. And, and so Christmas is Saturday? Yeah. Wow. It's wild. It's our first year in the new house. So... The Christmas tree barely fit. It's a big tree. Someone gave it to a years ago. It's nine footer. Nice. And so the star cannot quite go on the roof, uh, on the very top of it, but we make it work. Okay. And new Christmas lights, and it's been fun. Awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. a good time. Good for you. Yeah. Exciting So stuff. tell the folks how to get involved in Morning Breath on yeah. this Christmas week. Easiest way is on the East Coast app or on the website. You can go in there for all the info, events, past sermons, and Morning Breath episodes. And the website is eccc.us. Or you can follow us on social media. It's on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for East Coast Christian Center. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we would be honored to either email or mail out a Morning Breath Devotion Guide or anything you ever want to know about East Coast. Yeah, we'd love to do that. We'd love to get you dialed in so that you could read your chapter daily and get into the Word of God on a regular basis. I know there's lots of ways nowadays to do it, but this is one of the ways, and it's... uh, it's a valuable way yeah, for me. It anyway. is. Yep. So uh, what what kind of announcements we got? We got a bunch wow. of, it's Christmas. So it is Christmas season. So absolutely. We have got Christmas Eve Eve services happening on the 23rd. We've got Christmas Eve services happening at all locations at 4 and 530. And there's a special service happening on the 26th. That's Sunday, the day after Christmas. But it's going to be just one service at our Parkway location at 10 a.m. Otherwise, you can catch them online. So, of course, go to our website or to our app to get all that information in case you missed it. But there is a lot of services for you. Yes, there are. Yeah, 15, 16 services is last yep. I counted, yep. plus online. So. Yep, be great. Yeah. So Good what season. else is going on? I think the big thing is just getting ready for the new year. I'm excited. We always do a 21 days of seeking, and I love it. We'll do a special time of prayer, and it's an amazing way to start your year. I kind of think about it the same way as tithing. is It's not the quite right ratio of three weeks compared to 52 (laughs) of the year, but I do like to just set that time aside and say, God, this is yours. Speak to me. Speak to our family. And we want to put you first in everything, kind of set the tone. Yeah. And in fact, it's interesting. This chapter actually talks a little bit about fasting and when they fasted and how God was going to adjust some of that stuff. And uh, really, some of this chapter is tradition versus, you know, God's actual word and what he says. And uh, what's kind of wild about this chapter is they were fasting like five times a year. And uh, of the five times a year, let me see, one, two, three, four of those were all ones they came up with to commemorate different things going on. And uh, really, there was only one corporate fast per year. 
by the people of God. Wow. And that was on the day, the day of atonement, the beginning of the year again. Wow. So that is really cool. Yeah, it's timely. I, I think it is timely, and I think this chapter is a. Talks about some stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's uh, let's move on then. So we'll give you the dates and which chapters and all that. We have a new guide yeah. for the new year that'll yep. have all the new chapters for our devotion because we do a devotion on morning breath that goes along with our twenty-one days of prayer and seeking. We publish a devotion for the church. It's going to be available online for everybody. To get on there and yeah. and uh, tear into it. Love to for everyone to be a part of it. Yep, be good. So how are you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. You ready for Christmas? Yes, sir. I heard a rumor you already got your wife's present. Yep, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin, if you're listening, I'm not going to give you any hints. Okay. <laughs> I found out she's like a she's a she's a hunter for presents, and she'll really try to figure out um, what her ah, gift is. So I have gotcha. to hide it. She'll gotcha. like pick it up and shake oh, it and listen that's to fun. it. Gotcha. And apparently, she's really good at it. So I'm like, nope, I ain't having that. We've always wanted to do a scavenger hunt Christmas present finding, and we should do that this year. You just reminded me, Nick, is hide the kids' presents around the house because yeah. they love that. Yeah. They'll go bonkers for it. Yeah, we, we used to do uh, this thing at Easter where we would hide hide an egg with a clue in it. Yeah. And then it would lead to another egg with a clue in it and another egg like with this. a clue in it. And we would use the Bible. And so the clues would be scriptures. Yeah. And then the scripture would say something maybe about, you know, cooking. Yeah. And so then they'd go look in the kitchen for the next one and, you know, stuff like that. And it, it was always fun for our kids to do that. Was there a grand prize at the end? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's better. I like that. I wrote that down to borrow it because we would just hide money and the kids like that. But oh, clues are yeah. more fun. Clues are fun and then money, you know, at, at the, the end, end of it all. Yeah, sure. more rewarding. Yeah. I found an egg in our yard <laughs> from three years ago. <laughs> three years. Three years. Had a dollar in it. It was a plastic one. A plastic egg yeah. with a paper dollar still in it. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm rolling in it now. You hit it well. Well, considering Carolyn stole all my money to put them in there in the first place. Yeah, he got it back. Probably not very far ahead. Yeah, he got back some. Yeah, so let's get into it. 23 verses. Yeah, well, I'm going to read. I'm gonna actually read the first 13 because there is actually a real break there. Okay. And uh, you can take us home from there. Yeah, I'm going to read. Forward. New King James. What are you going to read? New King James has a new version for you? No, that's the one I always read. <laughs> I'm reading oh, that. I was trying a Christmas joke. Okay. I'm going to be doing the NLT. NLT. New right. Living. So I want you to pay attention there if there's any verses missing. Okay. Because I noticed a couple things. Yeah. Like one of the chapters in New Living is one verse. Uh, one verse and all the other verses are there. There's some interesting, good interesting things going on on, on, translations. Trans, on transliteration or yeah. yeah, all that stuff. But anyway, what did Greg say the other day? He said the that's not that's not a translation that's the oh yeah first human perversion <laughs> yeah or something that was like good that. yeah it's yeah. good anyway uh i'm gonna start if you get me started all right i must say unto you read sah again the word of the lord of hosts came saying thus says the lord of hosts i'm a zeal i am zealous for zion with great zeal with great fervor i'm zealous for her thus says the lord I will return to Zion and dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. Jerusalem shall be called the city of truth, the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the holy mountain. Thus says the Lord of hosts, old men and old women shall again sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each one with his staff in his hand because of great age. The streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in its streets. Thus says the Lord of hosts, if it is marvelous in the eyes of the remnant of this people in these days, Will it also be marvelous in my eyes, says the Lord of hosts? 
Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will save my people from the land of the east and from the land of the west. I'll bring them back. They shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. They shall be my people, and I will be their God in truth and righteousness. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Let your hands be strong. You have been hearing in these days these words by the mouth of the prophets who spoke in the day the foundation was laid for the house of the Lord of hosts, that the temple might be built. For before these days there were no wages for man, nor any hire for beast. There was no peace from the enemy for whoever went out or came in. For I set all men, everyone, against his neighbor. But now I will not treat the remnant of this people as the former days, says the Lord of hosts. For the seed shall be prosperous, the vine shall give its fruit, the ground shall give her increase, and the heavens shall give their due. I will cause the remnant of this people to possess all these. And it shall come to pass that just as you were a curse among the nations, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so I will save you and you shall be a blessing. Do not fear, let your hands be strong. Verse 14, For this is what the Lord of heaven's army says, I was determined to punish you when your ancestors angered me. I did not change my mind, says the Lord of heaven's armies, but now I am determined to bless Jerusalem and the people of Judah. So do not be afraid. But this is what you must do. Tell the truth to each other. Render verdicts in your courts that are just and that lead to peace. Don't scheme against each other. Stop your love of telling lies that you swear are the truth. I hate all these things, says the Lord. Here is another message that came to me from the Lord of Heaven's armies. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says. The traditional fast and times of mourning you have kept in early summer, midsummer, autumn, and winter are now ended. They will become festivals of joy and celebration for the people of Judah. So love truth and peace. This is what the Lord of the Heaven's army says. People from nations and cities around the world will travel to Jerusalem. The people of one city will say to the people of another, Come with us to Jerusalem to ask the Lord to bless us. Let's worship the Lord of Heaven's armies. I'm determined to go. Many people in powerful nations will come to Jerusalem to seek the Lord of Heaven's armies and to ask for his blessings. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. In those days, ten men from different nations and languages of the world will clutch at the sleeves of one Jew, and they will say, Please let us walk with you, for you have heard we have heard that God is with you. Amen. Amen. You know, for we have heard that God is with you. Yeah. That is a, that's a incredible that's an incredible moment in the life of Israel from where they're yeah. at right now. And uh, the people of God um, they live on the promises of God. The people of God's hope and faith are nourished by promises. Yeah. And this chapter is full of promises. And this is coming at a time when none of these things are actually going on. Yeah, not yet. Um, there's still three years from the completion of the temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Zechariah is a prophet during that that building and uh, of the temple. And there's still a while from that. And they're, they're working on it and, and rebuilding it. But this is a prophetic chapter that is telling them all these great things that are going to be happening. Now, a couple of things I noticed in the chapter, and I don't know how valuable these are, you know, going forward, but it does help me to perk up my ears to know that 12 times in this chapter, 
he says in here, thus saith the Lord of hosts. Now, yeah. yours says says uh, the Lord of heaven's armies. Yes. Is that how yours? How this is what the Lord of heaven's army says. So uh, it says that 12 times. Uh, so that makes me think, man, this is thus saith the Lord, thus yeah, saith the Lord, thus saith the Lord. Yeah. These are prophetic words and prophetic promises that are meant to build up the faith and the hope of God's people to move from this season of being a buzzword or a byword or a, you know, a, a, another curse word, if I could put it that way, of how people were looking down on the Jewish nation and abusing them and taking yeah. them captive and all that they were doing. This is the promise of God telling his people, look, there's a future coming and it's going to be incredible and it's going to be a blessing. And not only is it going to be a blessing, but you, verse 13 says, and I, it shall come to pass just as you were a curse among the nations, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so I will save you and you shall be a blessing. Yeah. Do not fear, let your hands be strong. And so there's a, there's a lot of promises here. And a couple of them, I'll just highlight uh, maybe five or six of the promises that are mentioned in this chapter one, Jerusalem would be rebuilt is yeah. promised in yeah. here because they're only working on the temple right now. Yeah. And Jerusalem's a mess and that's where destroyed. Nehemiah comes in and, yeah. you know, all of that thing. So they promise that they also, God promises that he's going to verse seven. How's he said he's going to, he's going to recover or regather uh, the people that this marvelous in the eyes of the remnant of this people it will not be harvest. Behold, I will save my people from the land of the east and from the land of the west. He's going to restore them and bring them back. And then, uh, then the third promise that I saw here, verse 8, said that their relationship with God is going to be restored. I'll be in their midst. Mm-hmm. They shall be my people. I will be their God. And then 9 through 13 talks about the land being refreshed because it had been a very difficult time. And the heavens weren't giving their rain and yeah. the crops weren't coming through and all that. And here he tells them all about how that's going to be uh, refreshed. And then the fifth promise that I saw here uh, was that the covenant would be renewed, that uh, they would begin to, to, to live. God would honor his covenant that said he would bless his people forever and ever. And then finally, the last promise that I see is the promise of the Gentiles being redeemed. Yeah. And we know, uh, you know, looking at the Old Testament from the direction we do now as being New Testament Christians, we know that God chose Israel to be one nation where his presence dwelt so that all nations would know who God is. And this is, again, just coming back to God's original purpose of not, you know, making the gospel, um, what would you say, select or just for a few exclusive exclusive that's a better word for it he uh is again talking about how he's going to bring the gentiles in yeah and really the picture here is every jew should bring 10 with them yeah yeah that's so i think that's cool yeah so those are some of the promises that he talks about yeah in future promises too like to jump ahead a little bit sorry for doing this but like zechariah 9 9 talks about and he will be humble riding on a donkey here's the illustration of jesus and we see how important this book is, is you don't really know until you start reading it and you see it's, oh, that's from 
familiar. That's something I know. Yeah. And looking at verse, which one talks about the children, verse five, is this is still a future day to come, I believe. It says, and the streets of the city will be filled with boys and girls at play. You know, that's not modern day Israel is no. they're still in fear of missiles coming in oh, and attacks yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're still mm. waiting for that peace as you look at this time from then until now they've still not fully lived in the peace that they have wanted they had had times of peace and prosperity under yeah, David yeah. and in yep. other rules but I think this is still a future state that they're waiting for that to come is that this is a people that have been persecuted and yeah. under you know great you know stress for pretty much all of their existence, but God is going to bring it to pass. And verse nine was so great to me because it's something that I want to do better at. And you've done a great job. It says, this is what the Lord of heaven's army says, be strong and finish the task. Mm -hmm. And that is something that is not emphasized enough in our culture is finishing strong. I was bragging on you last week, Pastor uh -oh. Dan, and you can pay me later for this, but just talking about finishing strong and it's not we don't see it enough is that people will make a big splash and people will maybe do something. But we were looking at Noah and how he did an incredible thing, but didn't finish so strong yeah. and others that did incredible things, but then they kind of faded away. Uh, and yeah. I love the example you've set and others have set before us. And it's something I want to do is, Hey, finish the task. Don't just get distracted by the next thing and the next thing, but finish it out. Build a good foundation for someone else to come behind you. And that's an important setup for, you know, what's to be. You talk about Nehemiah and what God is going to do with, you know, Jerusalem. Yeah. Amen. Um, you caught me off guard there. I thought you were going to roll for another five minutes. Yeah. You were going there. Get excited. There's, there's other thing that I, um, that just highlighted for me yeah. was his presence. Yeah. And really, this whole chapter is a promise of his presence. Yeah. And I just wrote down some things about his presence. Here, uh, verse 2, how does it read in the New Living? Yeah, verse 2 says, This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. My love for Mount Zion is passionate and strong. Oh, I love it. Stop I'm right consumed. there. consumed. Oh. Stop yeah. right there. Passionate. Because I wrote down... The passion of his presence. Yeah, that's cool. Because he, he says here, I'm zealous in mine. It says, I'm zealous for Zion with great yeah. zeal, with great fervor. Yeah. I am zealous for her. And we've got to understand that God wants to be with us mm -hmm. more than we want to be with him. Yeah. Jealous and, for us. Yeah, he's jealous for us. He's passionate. And some translations actually use the word, I am jealous yeah. for Zion, not I am zealous, but the, the same thing. And then I just wrote down, we need to be the people of his presence so that we can walk in the power of his presence. Yeah, that's good. Just, you know, I don't know, just some things I wrote down that way. Verse four, I wrote next to that verse where you talked about the kids yeah. and the old men and the old women uh, running around in the street. And I wrote down there the peace of his presence there. And, uh, you know, and then it starts talking about dwelling in his presence and, you know, there's just a ton of stuff about his presence in yeah. this. I love the idea of spinning even amongst the chaos as here they are rebuilding 
And we know that the, the Jewish people have had so much going on, but you can still have his presence amongst all of that. Is that Jesus tells us in this world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So I think that that's one of the things that Amory and I had talked about, honestly, just a day ago, is that we can have his joy and his peace and his presence amongst and in the chaos of things. Like holiday season is a wonderful season, but it is a very full season. So, you know, for all of us in the room here, it's a very busy time, you know, and there's a lot going on, but we can choose to not just think of, oh, when things calm down, like, how is that going for you, Pastor Dan? You've been going at this for a <laughs> while. Like, things are as busy as ever, yeah. and there's always something going on, but yeah. you could still choose to set aside time, to be able to be quiet, and to be able to prioritize that time with God and His presence, even amongst all the craziness, and enjoy the season that you're in. Yeah. Like, we see yeah. that in the Jewish you know, culture a lot, is they have all these different seasons, and we read in verse chapter 4, do not despise small beginnings. And we look back to those times and it's like, appreciate what you're in, you know, for, for Nick and their first year of marriage coming up, appreciate that season and time. And for us in 18 years of marriage for you in 30, 45, 45, sorry, 45 years of marriage, like whatever that season is, it's just to take it and say, Lord, thank you for what you've done. And for this season that I'm in and I don't take it for granted. Hey man, that's, that's a good word. You know, when we when we look at this, um, one of the things that troubled me about this chapter, and I thought about for a while this morning, was verse ten says, yeah. "For these days, there for before these days, there were no wages for man yeah. or any hire for beast. There was no peace from the enemy for whoever went out or came in. For I set all men, everyone, against his neighbor." Mm-hmm. I've looked at that and I thought, "Wow, God!" Now we know. The reason these people went into captivity is they turned their back on God. Yeah. So this isn't God proactively doing something to these people. It is actually God just not doing yeah. for these people. The all you have to do to set all men, everyone against his neighbor, is all you have to do for that to happen is just leave men to their own devices. Yeah. Just le- let people do what they the natural course ma- yeah. the natural course of events in the world yeah. and the direction that the natural course of events go in this world is down. Yeah. And so God didn't have to go. Okay, I'm going to make Nick Matt mean to no. to Christian, and now I'm going to make Christian mean to Dan, and then Dan's going to be mean to Nick. It's all there. which is easy for me. You know yeah. I, that that comes very naturally to me to be mean to Nick. But um, I'm just kidding. Uh, he, God didn't have to do that. That is in us apart from God's yeah. grace. When the covering is gone. Oh, that's right. When, when the there, grace yeah, is gone. It makes a big difference. Some people see, you know, Scripture says God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Yeah. Some people have said, how does God resist the proud? Does he knock them over? No, he doesn't need to. The proud, I have a pen under my finger on my right hand standing straight up on the point. It's one of those big stick pens. So I'm standing up on the paper next to my Bible here as we're doing radio. As it's sitting up here, uh, I'm holding it up here with my finger. I don't have to knock it over to make it fall. All I have to do is take my finger off and it falls. And that's really the kind of thing that we see here with Israel and we see in our own lives. 
God doesn't have to knock me down. Yeah. All God has to do is stop holding me up. Yeah. And then I fall. You fall down naturally. Yeah, I fall down naturally. Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321-453-453. Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. 
Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I got you, Christian. Sorry. Yeah. What were you going to share? Yeah, so just verse 23, which you started off with, oh, I think is a great way to finish. This I is started. what the Lord of Heaven Army says. In those days, 10 men from different nations and languages of the world will clutch at the sleeves of one Jew, and they will say, please let us walk with you, for we have heard that God is with you. And mm-hmm. I think this is such a great testimony. Jesus said that they will know that you're my followers because of the way you love each other. Mm-hmm. And thinking about the blessing of God on our lives is a huge testimony, is that I have that testimony 20 years down the road now. You have that testimony 40 years plus down the road where people that knew you before know you now, and they've seen the blessing of the Lord, is that we both would be like, I don't even want to think about where I'd be. I may not be here on earth if it wasn't for Jesus. Like, I may you know, be in heaven or somewhere else. And so I'm grateful for his hand on my life, but I think about that today in your workplace, in your community, in your neighborhood, of just the blessing that's on your life and that that can shine as a light is that we're really called to do that. Yeah, and I would just say be ready today for somebody to grab you by the elbow Yeah, and uh, ask you something about your relationship with Jesus. Yeah. The Bible says that we all need to be ready to give an answer yeah. for the hope that's within us. What will you say? You know, the best thing you can say is something that deals with relationship and love, not rules and religion. Yeah. Love you guys. Have a great day. Merry Christmas. We'll see you tomorrow. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.